When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Poker Face, episode one, Dead Man's Hand is over, but we're just getting started here on Poker Recaps. My name is Chris, and welcome to our Poker Face coverage here on Post Show Recaps. Of course, I am not alone. My co-host, a regular old Michael Weston from Burn Notice, it's Ariel. Ariel, how you doing? Oh my god, I'm honored to be compared to the great Michael Weston. I'm so excited to be here to pop up a podcast about yes. Poker Face. Uh, Natasha Leon, who is... Not a stranger to you and I in the podcasting game. No, and in fact, if this showed up in your Russian doll feed, that's because we're taking it over. Uh, rebranding <laughs> the Russian doll feed is now the Poker Face feed because Natasha Leone is the face of both of those shows, and that just makes sense. So uh, if you are not subscribed to the Russian doll feed, if you are not, um, you should make sure you subscribe. Pushrecaps.com slash Poker Face. Uh, and rating and reviews would be much appreciated to just give some information on how we're going to cover this show because Peacock decided to be very strange. They dropped four episodes today. We have watched one. Um, we'll be <laughs> recapping uh, Dead Man's Hand today and then uh in a few days time we will do a recap of episodes two three and four all mashed up together with a special oh. guest that should be very fun and then going from there we will have weekly recaps with many guests along the way so make sure you are subscribed to that feed and again ratings and reviews are very much appreciated um Ariel, we'll do a recap in a second of episode one but but overall what were your what were your thoughts about uh episode one of, of uh, poker face I was very excited going into it. Uh, Ryan Johnson, ever heard of him, is a writer, is the writer of the show. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, I'm a fan of his. I know a lot of other people are. Netflix is clearly a fan of his based on how they treat uh, the Knives Out franchise currently. They paid so big money for that thing. Between that, yeah, between him writing and, like we already said, Natasha Leone. Uh, acting in it and not just acting being the headliners a lot to look forward to it looked pretty good uh, but I, as usual I didn't want to have my heart broken so like you know I, I walk in with like slightly mm -hmm. lower expectations but that was not necessary I had a blast Natasha Leone is like in her in her bag here like she's she's incredible it's so funny mm -hmm. to watch her she's so entertaining like my favorite shot of her was her like in her pajamas in a yes. robe just like yes. walking on the street using an ipad like uh -huh. even just watching her do that is entertaining so i had a lot of fun and i'm excited to to uh to continue and i'm so far i like how it seems like the season is structured i know it's like we've been told it's kind of be like a kind of case of the week structure but there also is a uh a a plot mechanic i will say or a narrative mechanic now after the in the in the at the end of this first episode that will seemingly be driving uh the overall plot as well this season so a lot to look forward to for me 
Yeah, so I heard this being billed as a Columbo style show. If people are not familiar with Columbo, which is very fair, uh, <laughs> the idea of a Columbo episode is that you actually do know who commits the crime at the beginning of the episode. As we saw in this episode, we very quickly find that Sterling Frost Jr., played by the wonderful Adrian Brody, is going is the culprit of, of this uh, event. And then we sort of time travel back in time as we watch Charlie figure out that something's happened. Charlie played by Natasha Lyonne. Um, and, you know, again, just like driving a vehicle um, since Russian Doll, season one of Russian Doll, heavily uh, praised uh, season one, season two, maybe less so. I still thought it was it was it was quite good. And obviously known from Orange is the New Black and also killed it at the um, at the Golden Globes. Recently. Yes, that was incredible. That seemed like yeah. maybe the first few minutes, the missing first yeah. few minutes of this show were her were yeah. her uh, appearance on that. If you miss it, the Golden Globes at around 11.02 p.m., Natasha Leon gets on and says, we have to quicken the pace because we need to be off the air by 11. It's already <laughs> past 11. And then goes on a monologue about how time is, you know, this cycle time and death is the real, of us all. is the real yeah. killer. <laughs> it's amazing. So she's amazing. And yeah, leading, sort of fronting this show where she's going to be presumably the, the case solver. Episode one, we meet Charlie. We learn that she has a talent. As all good detectives, investigators, you know, these type of shows, they need some sort of thing. Um, sometimes it's just that they're very good at investigating. But Charlie's thing is that she can tell whenever, whenever somebody is lying. Do you have, are you able to detect this, Ariel? Or is this a talent you have is um, knowing when somebody is lying? I don't not have it. I will say, hmm. like when I know someone, there was I. When you asked me, there, I, my friend Anne, she was like, "How did you know I was lying?" I was like, "I could just tell. That was years ago." Um, yeah. I think that. Well, Anne's Anne's a pathological I liar. I don't know her, but <laughs> you're not yeah. wrong. You're, you might you might call that um, slander. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is is slanderous, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. but. You know, I I do get feelings, um, mm. but again, it's only I couldn't do it with complete strangers like like Charlie does it. It's only you know mm -hmm. when I when I've gotten to know you after a long period of time. What about you? Mm, I don't think I can tell people are lying. I think you could fool me. I think I'm incredibly gullible. Uh -huh. uh, like a thing about me is that like I constantly want to. My friend Emily will call this out on me all the time that I love bits and doing jokes. Uh, uh, but I, but I sometimes like can't take it myself. So, I, and, you know, somebody like Emily will make a joke and then I'll be like, no, 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 I didn't know. I didn't mean, you know, I don't, I don't think that's right. It's like, I was joking and uh, you joke all the time. Let other people also joke. So I don't think I can tell when people are lying. So no, um, I will try to lie a lot on this podcast. <laughs> okay, great. Now, you know, you can lie to me. Mm. Um, so yeah, Charlie, played by Natasha Leone, is working at this casino. She's a, a, a waitress or a cocktail waitress. Um, and she gets called in because Sterling Frost Sr. Uh, used to, you know, uh, employ her to use her special talent, which you can tell when people are lying. And the new owner of the casino has uh, been passed down to uh, Sterling, Sterling Frost's son, Sterling Frost Jr., played by Adrian Brody. He also has this sort of um, this head of security uh, in Cliff, played by Benjamin Bratt. Uh, who's been in a bunch of stuff. I feel like he's definitely like a that guy. Um, and throughout the episode, we're going to see that, uh, I mean, we see right away that um, uh, Natalie, I believe is her name, played by um, Dasha Polanco from Orange is the New Black fame. She was also in season 
two, one, one, two, run, yeah, one a Russian doll. Yep, getting my seasons mixed up. Mm-hmm. And she sees something weird on this man's uh, laptop, and she goes to uh, report it, and ultimately gets like sent home. Told not, don't worry about checking out, just go straight home. When she goes home, also her boyfriend Jeff is, has caused a commotion uh, a bunch of times at the house. He has to be kicked out of of the hotel for causing a disturbance um she goes home to see him and he is dead and and we see that uh he's been well he gets shot by sterling and sterling shoots um uh uh, natalie as well so they are both dead and charlie who is a friend of hers uh we're gonna get sort of this um you know her figuring out how adrian brody uh sterling frost an incredible name i will say um uh, it's pretty good it's pretty good as as, as far as names go yeah, uh, it's very, very good. Uh, owner of the Frost Casino. Um, why he did it, how he did it. Sterling Frost is also like looped her in on this. Uh, they're going to try and scam this high roller at the casino by using her talent, setting up hidden cameras. So that's how they're... I have to say, I, I really did enjoy it. I thought it was really fun. Yeah, I know. You can hear the butt coming. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was very fun. I thought that, you know... Um, uh, uh, Charlie is going to solve it because she's going to realize like, you know, okay, uh, she's going to be able to break into Natalie's uh, uh, iPad, figuring out the combination. She's going to look on the videotape and realize that Jeff never set off the metal detectors when he left. All this proves that it's just like, uh, this is um, uh, a con and basically like, because there was bad stuff, they didn't want Natalie to be able to sort of out this man before that they could scam him themselves. Mm-hmm. I do feel like, the the one flaw in the premiere episode, which is it's not the worst thing, but Sterling Frost hires this woman. He hires Charlie because she can't she can tell when people are lying mm-hmm. and then has to cover up that he has not committed a murder the whole time by by presumably not, not lying to or like he, he is going to be lying to Charlie. And shouldn't he if he's so confident in Charlie's abilities, shouldn't he also be equally as worried in Charlie's abilities to catch Charlie? Uh, to catch uh, sorry sterling uh himself? yeah i think i think for sure there's a little bit of and this is for my money this is something that i kind of started thinking a lot about recently when i was watching um knives out uh or rather uh glass onion colon a knives out mystery that's, yes that's right um ryan johnson loves to make things complicated and i and i mm-hmm. And I say that with, for the most part, uh, affection and, well, affection is the wrong word, but with appreciation uh, uh, for for that style. And I think here, my point is that here you're kind of seeing like those two things working in parallel, like the idea that she's able to like solve this murder that he's involved in, but then he happens to be wanting to use her in this like way uh, with the high roller and use her ability basically to like trick this guy and you know get all uh i mean he hires her the money before he before he's gonna murder natalie right so and i do yeah so like it's cliff who kills natalie and and jeff not yeah so i think is his what i will say is having said all of that like sterling is presented as this guy who like you said is very confident and is trying to prove his dad wrong but ultimately his reputation as being kind of an f up is holds up to be true and like he ultimately makes that mistake of what you're saying which is he underestimates her ability and i think more importantly he underestimates like her her empathy and her connection to this friend that she had yeah so i think it's uh, it, it works for me on like a character level that like he would 
it's not like a plot of you know miss it's more like a character miss that he would like make that mistake basically and he he offs himself in the end so you know he kind of he paid yeah, the big price yeah big end uh he uh just slid i mean content warning for death by suicide he's, he jumps off the the roof of the building uh cliff chases after uh charlie she does get shot which i thought was yeah often when you see like uh someone being <laughs> running away uh it's like the they have plot armor and the bullets miss them she fully gets shot in, <laughs> at the end of this episode Yes, yeah. credit. I 100% agree with that. Credit to them for like actually getting the character shot, which to your point is is rare these or just rare in general, right? Yeah. Um, when people are getting shot at, but I just want to point out that it's like one of the few times that I have laughed when somebody yeah. that I a character yeah. that I yeah you know kind of just met, but I care about Natasha Leone and she brings that st- whatever. So I don't want her to get shot, and yeah. then she she's getting shot. She's like, "What? Like you're shooting yeah. me?" And I just yeah, it is very funny. It's yeah. so funny, and you're not normally laughing during uh, a harrowing scene like that. So it's just I think that's like a perfect little like microcosm of the of where the uh, where the flavors of the show kind of mix together. Yeah, so I really like the way, as you mentioned, that this this is an episode that is uh, a, a case within itself, but then also by the end of it, I think gives us some information as to what might be the overarching uh, plot of this of this show. Uh, I know the show has been heavily billed as like we are going to get uh, guest appearances, so we we got Adrian Brody, we got Benjamin Bratt, he we got Natasha or uh, sorry Dasha Polanco. Um, uh, so two of those three people will not be on the show anymore other than maybe flashbacks um i'm intrigued if we have thoughts at the end of the episode maybe about who sterling frost senior might be i have one um i guess on my but but i but i felt like i thought i knew who it was and then when i heard the voice i maybe thought differently but um so essentially i i thought this was really good so set up the story of a case happening at the frost casino and eventually sort of it gets solved but it leads charlie to a spot where she needs to sort of go on the run she gets the call from Sterling Frost Jr. who says, like, there's literally nowhere in the world you can hide. Um, and so this yeah. sort of seems like she's going to be on the run. And also, like, it'll be interesting to see how they balance that. I, again, we have not watched uh, any of the other episodes. We'll watch them uh, a bit later and, and recap three of them all together. So we'll get a good sense of what this show is mm-hmm. in terms of how she's on the run and also going to be, like, solving, <laughs> like, cases. Like, I, I don't think this is, like the same at Columbo in terms of like, he's like a detective you can hire. This feels like she's going to like run into people who yes. need her help. People in need, which I, yeah. which I like. And I, and mm-hmm. again, that's kind of like going the way, another thing that Ryan Johnson loves to do is like, um, you know, subvert your expectations. So you're, ex- you know, it's a case of the week and you're expecting her to somehow be hired or whatever, you know, uh, how whatever the mechanism is for people to like seek her out to use this power and ultimately it's mm-hmm. like it sounds like she's going to be just on the road like you said and kind of uh running into situations and we see that she's that she's a super empathetic person so like clearly yeah. she's going to get emotionally involved probably to her detriment when she's trying to run away she's like okay let me just solve this mystery real quick first well i mean the way that she can be such an empath and just thinking about the show is that she can tell if people are lying to her or not right so right, someone's exactly. like yeah. sitting at the diner next to her and starts opening up and she can tell that they're not lying like yeah oh yeah, how yeah, sweet yeah. that's so cute yeah no, it's true um, I do think this is going to be a show again that's not sort of a who done it. It's um it's a how does Natasha uh, sorry Charlie mm-hmm. 
catch them? So how does she, what clues are we not seeing that, that Charlie is seeing? Uh, like this mm -hmm. one, I think the big one is sort of the metal detector, which I thought was really fun. So I think that that will be fun to track in the episodes. There still will be, you know, there was still the mystery element of like what's on the computer. Um, you know, why is Sterling Frost doing this stuff? There was all of that uh, mystery element to the show. So I, I, I'm very excited for that. I just also thought, especially on us, Charlie was incredibly funny. Um, there's some really great scenes in here. I love when she just can't, figure out the name for an evidence locker <laughs> <laughs> you know like a small cage that you know like a cage that you put a phone the, in like a small uh, cage and then the cop who i should yeah. call out i'm trying to remember i'm trying 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 searching now very quickly uh he's a cop that ryan Noah johnson Sagan, loves to work with yeah, yeah this is, um yeah. i can't remember now anyway uh Sagan, i will find I his, name. his name oh yes thank you um yeah hilariously is like so we built a jail for her phone <laughs> a small jail like it's just so good that cover that whole like the whole conversation is great yeah um charlie normally having a morning beer but instead decides to have a coffee and then it's like fully energized from one cup of coffee <laughs> she's, mm -hmm. she's like it's hilarious. i normally wouldn't i normally wouldn't say all those things but i had a coffee this morning right and cliff's yeah. like are you on cocaine um yeah i do yeah. just want to call because you briefly mentioned the the like the the picture that we don't see and i thought that was fun like we watch them show we watch charlie and uh natalie watching uh pulp fiction and pulp fiction has mm -hmm. like the suitcase that you never see yeah. inside so clearly he's like you know the the picture that we don't see is a kind of paying homage to that a little bit i thought that's super fun um and just the way like the clues like some of the clues we see coming like for instance we we uh their their co-worker at the casino knows natalie's uh combination locker so like going into the right. ipad thing with the combination i was like i feel like that's gonna come into play but then there's other things like the um like the metal detector like you said where it's like you don't really have so i like that the show is playing around with like some of the things you notice some of the things you're seeing and then some of the things are kind of hiding in plain sight i think you never want to feel in this kind of show you never want to feel like you're being fooled or you're being kind of like not shown things and i think so far it's like a good balance of that well i think i think the idea that we know who the killer is like that's like you know 90 percent of like true crime stuff is like mm -hmm. or or you know this mystery stuff is who is the killer so i mean that's like literally the whole point of both of his movies <laughs> who is the killer right. and so <laughs> yeah to do this colombo style where we're gonna see i think is like a tricky thing uh to try and to try and balance to make sure that people don't feel like um there's nothing to solve mm -hmm. and then also yeah balancing this idea that i think i think this i think you're right this episode for me did some fun stuff in the sense that i got to be playing along with charlie as as she's trying as she's sort of going and and trying to to go down the avenues that like i would also want to go down right like trying to unlock the ipad mm -hmm. You know, even just break like breaking into her friend's house. I love. Well, I don't know the guy's name. I can't remember his name, but he's like, "Isn't your friend gonna be mad that like he broke in?" And she's like, "Please don't." Jono. I yeah, Jono or John. And there's this line where like it's like, "Please don't touch anything," which you think is because it's gonna be a crime scene. But she goes, "As in, as in, don't touch anything. As in, don't steal anything." Don't <laughs> this steal is her, her friend that she knows can break into a house, also potentially yes. uh, likely to steal some things from the house that they have just. Yes, he into. he will be looking for old school Playboy magazines because that's what he was selling, yeah. uh, I believe, in the beginning of the episode yeah. on eBay. 
Yeah. So going down, you know, that that's how she gets the iPad. Then she's going to try to figure out the combination. Like, like, yeah, we're like in on the ride with her to a degree. Like how, we couldn't possibly know how she's going to get the, when, the, she, the, the when she holds up the iPad to the picture. I was like, I'll be pissed. I was like, I'll yeah. be kind of pissed if it works. Cause oh, that's really, something I, I would like, try. I was like, Oh, and so like, smart. I love that. It didn't work. I want, right. Cause like I wanted it to work as far as like emotionally, yeah. but I kind of felt yeah. like it'd be, it would feel a little bit like cheating. And I'm glad that, like it was simultaneously a very honest human moment, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know. But the fact that it didn't work, I thought, is is the, what made Can it I, even funnier. Do you do do you do the face recognition? Do you, on your phone? Are you you, no, are thumb, you thumb printing it. or are you are you coding? What are you doing? Just what's your sorry? What's your phone combination? What's your phone combination? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, how do I subtly ask for this? No, I tried. Um, I kind of missed the thumb thing, honestly. But now that the, now that you Apple don't have got, the thumb. Oh, Apple got rid of thumbs. Apple got rid of my thumb. They got rid of the um, like the home button that you used to be able to like touch and get the thumbprint. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm, a, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, but I'm an Android user. So the face, whatever the face, <laughs> the face recognition thing though, uh-huh. is I can't. And like sometimes it's like it's reading my face. I just I don't like it. And okay, and here's the more important thing. It's very it's judgy. Annoying. It's annoying yeah. because mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't work. And then yeah, I know. It tries to read the face twice and then I'm putting my code in anyway. So like something that efficient yeah. shouldn't have a problem. Yeah. So I just stopped using it. Well, I mean, that's maybe a good sign of maybe that facial technology and government surveillance is not oh. as up as we want. If it like it looks at my face, it's like that's or not maybe... you. And like it absolutely is me. <laughs> You're not tricking me. It can tell when you're lying. Yeah, maybe it looks at my yeah. face and like your face changes too much. Well, I am worried. Like, what if I get in a fight and I have like, a <laughs> and it's not gonna, it's not gonna, <laughs> unlikely that I would get in a fight. But you know, uh-huh. have you seen put like when people get facial feminization surgery and then their face have to be in like bandages? My phone isn't gonna. I'm not gonna be able to enter my phone. So you you know, I don't know. It? No, I don't think. I, I guess your thumb. Now no thumbs. No, no, we still have thumbs over on Android. <laughs> they took my thumbs. Yeah. yeah, I did. Like, I guess now I know that I can't just print out a picture of me and then and then hold it up. It won't work. It won't scan. That would um, suck. That would suck yeah. if if you wasted all that ink printing a yeah. full color picture of yourself and then you just yeah yeah. Work. No, so I I just think uh, you know th- there was that stuff and then yeah like you're right like they put the medical detector stuff that like if you're super smart and if you got that if you saw if you notice this uh, kudos you should maybe become a detective. Um, right. that it, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh huh. That he had a gun and he didn't have the gun. Like I think that's very mm-hmm. fun it's stuff that you could do, that you're like it's and it's not so like when she does it you're like oh that makes yeah that makes sense right yeah, right it's yeah there's nothing I, I think exactly what you're getting at is like there was nothing in it of like okay well that's a stretch that she would get yeah. that she's yeah. you know she's just clearly a competent person in general so you know i i and i just love that clearly they're having fun with it like in the writer's mm-hmm. room it's like they mm-hmm. they have to stay in that zone of like keeping things uh somewhat obvious for you to find but then introducing other things but then also making it that she would logically be able to figure it out. I think it's, uh, you know, it's tricky and that kind of just makes it more fun. Yeah. So I'm very excited to keep seeing this, to keep seeing Charlie be our sort of focal point and our, you know, the brains behind the operation, keep running into, I guess, people who will be murdered or have crimes committed against them and then solve them. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a 
happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. What did you make of our guest, our, our rotating, you know, our guest appearances in this episode? Uh, for sure, I think that's that the end best. of Adrian Brody and, um, <laughs> and Dasha Polanco, I presume. Uh, what'd you make of uh, the two of them? Adrian Brody, I don't know. We might we might get him again. Just flying. What if uh, Sterling Frost Sr. is just Adrian Brody and Old Man? Okay. <laughs> well, you brought up Sterling Frost Sr. And I yeah. I have since looked up because similarly Do you, do you know you, who it is? Yeah. I heard the voice and I'm like, I know I know who this is, but I can't quite put my finger on it. Should I say? Should I say who it is? Because it's listed on IMDb. Is that you think it's a spoiler? I mean, I'm genuinely yeah, asking. You could say it. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's yeah, say it's it. Ron Perlman. Okay, I uh, did think it was Ron Perlman, then I yeah, thought the voice was it, not Ron Perlman. Well, you were right. All I all I got was I know that voice and then nothing. Oh, um, so it wow. seems like maybe will it's entire I mean, it's entirely these days it's entirely possible that they just paid him for his voice and we may never see him. But it seems like if he's if he's set up somewhat as like a big bad for the season, I mean perfect casting going in thing, then I agree. Perfect casting. Uh then maybe we'll see him later on. But for now, it's just a voice. Speaking of Sterling Frosts, though, Sterling Frost Jr., to go back to him for yeah. a second, Adrian yeah. Brody. Yeah. Is this my favorite Adrian Brody performance ever? It it's, might be. <laughs> it's, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. He He's just playing total schmarmy douchebag, and it, it really right. does work. <laughs> He is he's like been doing a lot of this actually but, crazy yeah. good at he's crazy good at this i just bought it so much like obviously the costume helps but just the way he's carrying himself the accent he's doing i was like have i ever found him this good i i think not and i know some people will be yelling at their uh devices but uh, not me you're like he was arthur miller in blondes <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> Come on, French uh, Dispatch. We talked about you know mm -hmm. winning time. He's, I didn't see you saw. He's very fun in Peaky Blinders. He plays Luca okay. Greta, just a great name. Uh, he plays like an Italian mob boss in okay. in, uh, in Peaky Blinders. It's very he's very fun in that. Um, but I thought this was. I mean, he I mean, he did win an Academy Award for the pianist. Yeah, but, you know, whatever. whatever. We, we, yeah, we all know get it wrong sometimes. Yeah, no, they don't. Uh, did you watch? Um, did you watch See How They Run? Did you watch that movie from last year? Uh, no, um, I didn't. But I know that he's you pretty were. fun. He's pretty fun in that. Uh, also very similar. It's like a, a murder mystery. Uh, it's yeah. He actually he plays kind of similar. Yeah, I feel like he's kind of slipped into say, a role. He plays Natasha Leone in that one. <laughs> he does play Natasha Leone in that one. Uh, he's also Pat Riley in Winning Time or something, which I thought he was very good in. But yeah, no, I thought this was very fun. He plays yeah smarmy. Uh, you know, try to be fair. I mean, so, um, no, I guess I can't be fair. He does fully try to hide <laughs> up that, like, uh, uh, what is this guy's name? The, the bad guy, uh, Cliff, Cliff uh, Kane, his, his no, Casimir Kane, the high oh, roller. Oh, like mm -hmm. that guy fully has like, I think like, uh, like illegal porn, like child porn on his, on his thing. Right. Isn't that what, uh, it seems like it's something that like, it, it would be something on that level, like something that upsetting based on like several people's reactions who saw this picture um very illegal whatever it yeah, is. very illegal whatever because she's ranting about that uh and the trip but i guess that's before she would know what's on there anyway so yeah very bad whatever he's covering up he's covering up to basically like steal all that guy's money which like sure i don't care if that guy loses his money but also like this woman got murdered he does he does okay the murder uh of natalie and jeff so bad yeah bad. just he's super bad. casual um yeah. 
who else? I so then we have yeah, then we have Natalie as as uh, uh, Dasha Blanca as uh, as Natalie. Um, so good. I thought she played. Yeah. yeah, I thought she played, especially in the very beginning. The fact that she's our she's the first person we meet yeah. at the beginning of the show, so that's a lot of pressure. Uh, yeah. And she does a great job at being upset about whatever this mystery picture is and then running into the hallway. Like it was very harrowing for me. Like when the, mm-hmm. when it turned out that Kane was in the bathroom and then she runs out and she's like hiding in the stairwell. I'm like, don't stay there in the stairwell. What if he comes after you run? Uh, yeah. So I was very invested for, for my girl, Dasha. Give her a lead role on something. Come on. She's just been like, yes. in like she's doing like these like part bits in like three, four episodes in a show. Give her, give her a lead in something. She's great. She's so uh, good. She's good. Benjamin Bratt aging wonderfully i gotta give him top marks yeah yeah for real for real i actually thought okay let me let me like let me uh big brain this for you or whatever i thought they were about to pull like some galaxy brain thing when he was laughing so there's the moment where yes um where uh where charlie is kind of like okay i figured out the thing and she has all the evidence and then she tells them that i recorded the previous conversation so she's probably she's basically like outing herself to uh sterling and his henchman cliff who's played by benjamin bratt and then Mm -hmm. when he starts to laugh and he sat down on that chair it was giving like throne energy and i was like wait is he actually in charge like Mm -hmm. sterling jr thought he was in charge but like maybe cliff is actually in charge Mm -hmm. um and i thought that that was going to be like a bit of a reveal like he's not just the henchman he's actually like the boss uh but um that's just how good his evil laugh was that's what i'll say yeah, I didn't really get because uh, I kind of thought that too. And then when it's not, and then he, but then he chases her out of the room. I was like, what, what, like, yeah, he's not going to do his own work. <laughs> yeah, come on, you know, this is over. This is done. Um, but no, he's great. Um, yeah. Uh, so I don't think there's really anybody else. Uh, the detective, uh, Nos again being the uh, a sheriff. Uh, yeah, I hope he comes uh, back. I mean, she has his car every episode. Right at the end of the... I don't know at the end. Well, I, I would love him back every episode if they have conversations about like how how small they can make jails. Like small <laughs> jails. Like I a, would or or just a, uh, Charlie a always jail. always not knowing one specific word. Uh, yes. And, and, I thought and, and already also not knowing it. Yeah. In already in this episode it happened twice. So mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to that being a bit where like she can't and it of course, like it makes sense, right? Somebody who is so good at XYZ in this case, what she's good at would like have this like very specific other uh, lack of thing for, I mean, and whatever that's human. We all forget words, but clearly they're presenting it as that's a thing for her. It's like, ah, what's that one word? I know I can't think of it. Um, I, I, I love, you know, this, we both do. I think we love bits. And if, if this is the Genesis of a, of an ongoing bit that I am, I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, do I keep calling Jeff the, the guy? Jeff, I think his name is Jerry. I think the the husband who gets killed. I think I think I was well, calling him. That's Jeff, that's I what think. he deserves is to be called. The I mean, he he also yeah. He doesn't seem great. I gotta say. No. Yeah. I well, I guess I guess we can say he because this is a great job of being a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. acting like one. Um, yeah. I am very excited as I scroll down this cast list. I am very excited for these like big names that are coming. Oh, up. there's a big one in the next episode. Do you know who oh it is? God, no, I don't know who it is. I just know that you a lot of these people you? are billed as one episode and I'm super, super excited. I'm, uh, I'm a little sure. sad. 
actually that like we're gonna end up like talking about next episode who i think this uh, actress yeah is only in one episode but it is a bunch mm. but this is uh, the hong chow episode yes episode. she's one of the ones yeah. that i was most excited yeah. to see yeah. her and yeah. her and uh, judith light i see as well so i'm yeah I'm super excited about those two specifically John Ratzenberger, I think, is in the next episode as well. So that should be fun. Uh, who I think often comes up when I look at my letterbox stats, mm. uh, uh, Ariel. He often comes up as one of my most watched actors because I've seen every Pixar movie. John Ratzenberger. Oh, he is yes, in yes, every yes. he is in every Pixar movie. So he's mm -hmm. like uh, uh, the the uh, piggy bank ham. I think mm -hmm, Toy Story, mm -hmm. and he's like he's in everything. And so it'll just be like you know who you've watched a bunch of John Ratzenberger. And I'm like I, it doesn't really like it doesn't totally count. Like it counts, but it doesn't count. Anyway. Mm -hmm. um, oh my god! Speaking yeah. of Oscar nominated actresses in mm -hmm. Hong Chao, we also have Stephanie Shu coming up. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited about all these things because I don't know anything. Like we said, I'm just excited to have these people appear. Yeah. And that's another, I mean, we talked about this when we covered the Knives Out movie for Pusher Recaps Theater of like the fun of getting an, a big name actor for like a yeah. low commitment role, just one movie similar here. It's even less like one, what yeah. so much fun just being one episode. Uh, so I'm, that's, that's part of the appeal for me personally. So I'm very excited. Um, yeah, so I'm excited as well. How much do you think that in every episode we are cause we are going to get the overlying story? Because my thought was sort of with it being, you know, a case of build as a case of the week show that it would mm -hmm. be like maybe like there's a chance that we really don't get anything until like very, very close to the end. Um, mm -hmm. I did say they dropped four episodes. There's going to be a total of 10. So another six weeks of one episode per week. Right. Um, or it could be this thing where, you know, every other episode or so kind of like something happens where like Sterling somebody like because it does seem like Sterling is going to actively be trying to hunt um, Charlie down. He's basically saying there's nowhere in the world you could hide. So how much do you expect of the overarching story? Because I think this is the thing that some people were actually not super excited about. Was it mm -hmm. to, for it to be a case of the week show that some mm -hmm. people some people really wanted? You know, I think when you put the, you know, a name like Natasha Leone in the show, um, and some of the other people that they seemingly like could have got to be in this full thing. Like, I don't know what that would have looked like. Like, could, could you have got like, um, I think some people were a little bit disappointed to hear that it was a case of the week show and maybe are less interested. Um, but I think we now have confirmation. I, you know, I don't know that for sure. I mean, <laughs> the Sterling Frost Jr. case could be next week. <laughs> mm -hmm. I guess I don't actually know. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, we yeah. did get a we did get a look ahead at the uh, at the oh, end I of didn't the watch episode. That, so. Yeah. Um, so there perhaps was someone in it that I have already met in this one episode and we're going to okay. see again. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Uh, so it's not to your, to your previous question though, or to your real question. I, I hope it's a good balance like of the, you know, the case of the week versus overarching, you know, plot of like her basically being hunted. We for sure don't need it every episode, but I'm happy to get like, you know, if they want to do a few episodes of just like a little coda at the end, kind of teasing this menace that's following her, I think that's effective. Unless they're going to move that story along just as equally, you know, every episode. Um, I I have faith that they can balance it, but also it is a little bit of a uh, of a complication. And as as I already said, Ryan Johnson loves his his complicated stories. That's true. Probably maybe we'll get maybe it's all flashbacks. Like he's been doing a lot of this like time shenanigans stuff. So and then um, um or flash like forwards. She's like 65 years old yeah. and telling the story yeah. to people who are like searching for a diamond in the ocean. 
to be to be fair, they did hire a very uh, a woman who looked a lot like Natasha, an old Natasha Leon in Russian Doll. So they have her on. They can have her on file. You know. Stop. You're yeah. right. They did do that. Yeah. What do you make of the runtime? It was came in at over an hour for the premiere. I believe episode <laughs> two is also going to come in at over an hour. Um, and I think we're going around like 50 minutes and 47 minutes. I, I like looking at the on paper. Stuff. I was yeah. like, absolutely not. I was like yeah, immediately I offended. I know. But watching it, it's it was structured beautifully. Like I did not yeah. feel the runtime at all. Obviously, you know, everyone involved, we've been singing their praises and it was super entertaining. So I think they did a good job of pacing it, which is true of uh, or which is important to any length of thing. Right. Like whether we're talking about 30 minute episodes or one hour episodes at the end of the day, the thing that matters most is the structure and the pacing. And so far, so great with this one. Yeah, I agree. I thought uh, I thought that nothing really felt boring I, that's a mm -hmm. classic it was like it wasn't boring but it actually like not even like it wasn't boring uh like it was yeah. very <laughs> my favorite uh, thing you know what i uh -huh. did find boring though uh-huh natasha leone no cigarettes did i miss that yeah that's she's so, so but she's drinking she's, she's drinking so good at it. that's true yes she goes to uh before in the aforementioned scene that i that i was talking about uh where she's walking down the street trying yeah. to guess the ipad code yeah. Yeah. literally been doing it seemingly for just hours and hours and hours and she's walking to the uh, to the liquor palace, I believe it's called. Um, I yeah, I think she. I don't know. Yeah, I guess she's she's a little bit she's a little bit of an alcoholic. Clearly, well, I wouldn't yeah, say alcoholic. I she clearly loves to drink maybe it'll maybe this will be her thing we saw her drinking coors then she's drinking heineken in the office in the open bar mm -hmm. product placement um but uh who doesn't love a cold beer out of a can yeah i was wondering whether this is going to be a thing is this like her her vice i, I think mm -hmm. you've pointed out that she's very clearly um she's an empath and and can connect with people very quickly because she can tell whether they're lying or not it's so like that could be her vice as well uh of getting too close to people as she's in danger Ooh. um but i do think I, it, it did feel a little bit like there was enough scenes in here of her drinking to think that that might be a thing to just keep an eye out uh for i mm -hmm. i i'm not i'm not sure i would trust that this is you know uh russian doll did such a good job and obviously this is not made you know not you know this is by ryan johnson not by the team who did russian doll other than natasha alone leone is involved but uh, russian doll one thing i thought was so good is that it did tackle these like very um tough issues like you know darker uh issues mostly about mental health mm -hmm. um in in the show in a show that was like very very funny um so um if they're going to tackle addiction i, d I do think uh they could at least i would trust it in like natasha leone's hand to mm -hmm. not do it irresponsibly so, i absolutely yeah. agree i think she's mm -hmm. She's very capable, certainly in comedy, and we have seen her do it a bunch. But I think in in uh, Orange is the New Black and in Russian Doll certainly showed off some amazing dramatic chops. Um, yeah. I think, you know, and, and the Russian Doll comp doesn't just I, there was an element to Russian Doll of of um, maybe not a case of the week, but certainly like a mystery that she and another character were trying to figure out. And what if she wakes back up in the hotel room and has to redo the whole thing? Oh my God, I would be so stressed for her. But I think it's it felt to that point, though, it felt a little bit like that same energy from Natasha Leone of like, oh, I'm going to solve this mystery. And we saw her literally run around New York City trying to figure out why yeah. she kept waking up in the same place over and over again. Um, so I think 
I think that part of it feels feels familiar in a mm-hmm. in a welcome way. Charlie Kale, we'll just call her name. Also, it's very like Aaron Sorkin. It's a uh, yeah. Charlie Kale. I guess it's not quite alliteration because it's not the same sound, but it's a CC name. I think Charlie it's Carly Kale. Kale I think Carly. That makes so much so sense. Carly. It's like yeah, I'm gonna yeah. call you Caddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the name is great. Good name. Good name for the yes. main character of the show, Charlie Kale. Um, I'm 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 excited. Are are you? We talked about cameos, but I think we gotta make a prediction on on the big cameo at the end of the episode. Uh, Ariel, she emails some people. She emails the town sheriff, and then she emails FBI at FBI.com. Oprah at Oprah. Yeah, and Oprah at Oprah.com. Which we I'm gonna try to reach out to Oprah at Oprah.com and see if she'll come on the pod. Uh, do we oh think my. that uh, like, we I see love Oprah? <laughs> You get a pod. You get a pod. Do you think we get an Oprah cameo like some point in the show? Oprah's like, I got you. I mean, yes. If we can get Oprah, we. If we can get Oprah on 30 Rock, we absolutely can get Oprah on Poker Face. It's the same. It's the same company that owns Peacock, that owns 30 Rock. If anything, just use the seat, get Charlie on a plane. And then cut in Oprah from 30 Rock. It totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I, I was thinking in my head, I was like, Oprah has to love Natasha Leon, like if they ever met. But then also think like, does anybody not love Natasha Leon? I actually was going to say, I do think there is a little bit of people being like, oh, Natasha Leon keeps playing the same character. And listen, I don't care. How? I, mean, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I don't care. She's she's so good at this. The like brash, you know, uh, rough around the edges. As the smart. previously mentioned, yeah. I agree with you. As the previously mentioned Oscar monologue, I think yeah. your point. She's just being herself. You're not picking I, up on yeah. her being the same character. You're picking up on Natasha Leone just being Natasha Leone. And as far as I'm concerned, give her every damn role. Natasha yeah. Leone as Batman 2025. Let's go. I'm with you. So yeah, I hope we see Oprah. Oprah at Oprah.com is <laughs> such a, a good way. I'm surprised it wasn't a bounce. I'm surprised it wasn't a bounce back, but so it went it must have gone through. All of these must have gone through. It called yeah. the the number called uh Sterling Senior called right away and I was like, Oh my god, is it Oprah? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm it's Sterling. I'm with Oprah. And, uh... <laughs> Oprah, she didn't like that email. <laughs> yeah, what okay. if oh Sterling, what if his big bad moment is killing Oprah? Yeah. Stop, not Sorry. Oprah. I have to uh-huh. okay. Bring up Russian Doll again, or another Russian Doll comp. We have I mm-hmm. see Chloe Sevigny listed yes. in an episode. Yes. I did see that Russian yeah. Doll vibes. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, that's that exciting. Yeah. Um. So I'm excited. Uh. I, I think that's our recap of Dead Man's Hands. Obviously referencing poker. There was poker in this episode, which I guess. Uh, oh, will there could... be poker every single episode? Is it? That's is interesting. It not is it not a poker face show if we don't see poker face being played? You know, or poker <laughs> well, we were looking to we were to kind of draft the logo for Poker Face uh, for the podcast. Uh, if your podcast feed has been updated, you see that the Poker Face, or you can see it on Poster Recaps. And um, it, we came, it was like poker chips. I was like, you know, this is very silly, but I'm not sure how much poker is going to be in this show uh, because at the <laughs> premiere event, it was all like road signs. Which now at the end of episode one, I completely understand. She gets uh, in the car, sense. she's on the road. Like I think this is going to be like we're traveling across like you know America. Uh, we'll be in different cities, and that's you know that's how we'll get like different. Uh, cameos each episode so it's more like road sunny but you know after episode one i was comp- I'm, I'm wrong there's a hundred percent poker content in the episode well, so of poker far that I've watched. so far at least uh yeah. but i think you know i think i've spent enough time after the elvis movie i've spent enough time in vegas <laughs> uh-huh. i was glad that it wasn't like a bait and switch and she wasn't gonna get out and she was gonna be stuck there 
No, she's getting out. She deserves better than Vegas. I'll say that. Well, how far do you think she gets? So do you presume she's going east? Uh, not much. I presume not much she's heading road. straight for Alaska. Alaska. Okay. <laughs> so what's north of Nevada? Uh, where are we going next week? Colorado. Uh, Colorado. I, I'm Canadian, so I, you know, I don't know. Right, I don't you have an actual excuse for not knowing. I yeah. just have a terrible yeah. American education system to play. Yeah, maybe we'll track. We'll track. Uh, we'll track. Right, that'll be in Vegas. Right, this was in Vegas. The, yes. It's, have you been sure. to Vegas? I have not. I do I've not been to Vegas. No. I don't. No, I don't think it's for me. I don't think Vegas is for me. Yeah. But. I want to go to experience it, but I similarly don't think that I would spend a lot of time there <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. maybe it's like a drive-through i feel like the only for me the thing is like there is good entertainment there you know yeah yeah there's a lot of great yeah. entertainment i'm sad that i missed uh britney's residence even though i guess she wasn't really you know she was kind of doing it under under protest at that point but you know there's always there's always a new residence uh i think uh, adele Adele's on there now shout out to uh -huh. adele if you want to come on the podcast with oprah oh i have her email it's adele at adele.com adele at adele dazim yeah. um i have some ryan johnson tweets ryan johnson has been doing he did this with glass london affair a bit uh he uh, uh this uh afternoon he posted some tweets on his twitter so he uh he actually wrote and directed this episode and he actually wrote the script in 2020 right before he wrote glass London. so this is a pre Last Sunday, he actually uh, decided to write this um, and he wanted to set up Charlie, but also demonstrate the structure each episode would stick to going forward. So um, we do know that that is in place for weird reasons. This is the second episode shot. The first was number nine, which he also directed. Um, so that's cool. Um, and uh, let's see if there's anything else interesting. Is he tweeting? Um, is he tweeting the plot for the finale yet? Yeah. Yeah. He's spoiling it. Mm -hmm. it's um, not it's a fake out it's, he wanted to, uh, to reunite name? yeah he wanted to reunite with adrian brody after they made brothers bloom together so he's very excited about that see um but Clearly he was also he's a fan for, more yeah. than me or yeah. he saw what i only see now he brought out of adrian brody what i now appreciate in adrian brody yeah. Um, he shouts out uh, Dash Blanco and Benjamin Brad as well. And then the costume designer, uh, Trace Gigi Field. And then uh, his last tweet is, oh, yeah, this knucklehead too. And it's a picture of the <laughs> Dash. That's great. That's amazing. Uh, it sounds like he's going to do one every day for the next few days uh, uh, for each episode that gets released. That's kind of fun. Some behind the scenes I hope stuff. So. Um, yeah, I think that's our episode uh, one coverage, our premiere coverage. We'll be back uh, with a special guest, just to sorting out uh, time. We will have a guest, just uh, who that guest is, uh, uh, fully TBD. Um, but we'll be recapping episodes two, three, and four all in that one episode. Uh, so if you have feedback, uh, there is a few ways you can get it to us. So uh, grace at posterrecaps.com, Ariel at posterrecaps.com. Uh, I'm on Twitter at hi from grace. Ariel is at, at that other Ariel. You can uh, message us there if you are a, a patron. Um, or if you'd like to be a patron, patron.com slash patron.com slash post show recaps or post recaps.com slash Patreon. You can chat with us in the discord. There's a poker face thread, I believe. So chat with us in there. Um, in the meantime, Ariel, what else do you got going on? Wow. 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 So much, uh, currently solving a different kind of mystery with the Winden police department over on yeah. our, uh, dark rewatch podcast, the Netflix series, dark, uh, full spoilers, so you're you are welcome, but you should be weary if you've never watched the show or if you've only seen uh, a few episodes. We were talking about the full 
run of the show because it's super complicated. Uh, that's fun. That's you, myself, and DM Philly uh, covering movies with you. Pusher Recaps Theater. That's super fun. Uh, Oscars. A lot of Oscars stuff yeah. happening. So we have a lot to talk about there. And um, I think that's it for me. What's going on with cool. you? Uh, covering The Last of Us, so the recap with Mike Bloom, and then Video Game Club with Taryn Armstrong. Been very, very good. Two episodes in, so looking forward to cover more of that. Mayfair Witches with Rich, um, the uh, part of the Anne Rice Immortal Universe. And then over on RHAP, of have RHAP Game Nights. We play board games with RHAP personalities. Um, you can catch an episode where Ariel came and played. We played Spyfall, which is very fun. A party social game. I can catch all the replays on RHAP's YouTube and Twitch channel. Um, the fans voted that we will play Sushi she go in february so date tbd but that's what we'll be playing next month i'm on twitter at high from grace we'll see you in a few days time with our recaps of episodes two three and four until next time bye bye